The biggest news in country. This is the Country 104 Weekly Roundup. As always, I'll be your host this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They call me Weaver, Mad Weaver, uh, a lot less awesome than Bond. James Bond. Uh, but we got a great show for you this weekend, and I want to say thanks for joining us. We're going to be speaking with Tebe this afternoon. His new single is out, and tickets for his tour on sale now. We'll also talk to Josh Ross, a London resident who just released his first ever Canadian radio single. We've also got Mackenzie Porter and Chad Brownlee, who were on the Friends Don't Let Friends Tour Alone 2019 tour with Dallas and Dean just last week. Uh, we'll talk albums out this weekend, and we've even got Brett Young talking baseball playoffs. Uh, here's a spoiler. His team, they gone and already eliminated, but we'll still hear from Brett later in the show. This past Sunday at the London Comic Con at the RBC Place, a.k.a. London Convention Center in downtown London, I got the chance to host a live Q&A with Tara Spencer Nairn. Uh, from Corner Gas, the television show that's both animated and live action for six seasons and more. Uh, Corner Gas, uh, people love it. Thanks to everybody that came up for the live Q&A. If you didn't know, uh, Tara played Karen of uh, Cop Combo, Karen and Davis on Corner Gas. I thought I was car one. I'm always car one. Really? Because my car's got a big one on it. What do you want, Karen? I thought whoever spoke first was car one. Will you forget about the car thing? Are you still in position? Yes, I'm in the surveillance zone, shielded by appropriate ground cover. You're by the bush. The surveillance bush. And you know what's kind of cool? We were talking about uh, Corner Gas on the show last week, how I hosted this thing. And Adam and Branford reached out and let us know that the creator of the series and a star of the show, Brent Butt, uh, he's going to be at the Sanderson Center in Branford April 1st. That's no April Fool's joke. Adam's got the scoop. Uh, and we did put the details at country104.com in the concerts and events section. So check it out whenever you want. Well, Luke Combs couldn't help himself. He dropped another new track on fans this week. The title track to his upcoming record, What You See Is What You Get. That's through the first week of November. Uh, we also got the track listing from Luke Combs this week. And get this. We've got seven of the 17 songs already on our phones. If you pre-order the record on Apple Music, for instance, uh, you can have seven tracks from the upcoming Luke Combs record before other fans actually get their hands on it. Try it wherever you download or stream music. Uh, here's a clip of the title track that Luke dropped. I guess be careful what you wish for is all I mean when I see it. What you see is what you get. That's what you see is what you get. And uh, you get that and six others if you pre-order today. Tickets to see our buddy Tay Bay on his The Good Ones tour are available for sale now. He's performing a show at Maxwell's in Waterloo on January the 31st. And our friends at London Music Hall will host Tay Bay and uh, co-tour mate Matt Lang on February the 5th. Grab those tickets with links at country104.com. Uh, we got Tay Bay on the phone last week to talk about the tour, talk about his new song, and a lot more. Here's a bit of that. Well, dude, it's good to hear from you. You've got a lot going on, and I'm sure this is quite the overused joke by now, but maybe... I just say your new single has nothing to do with denim or jeans, and I'm I'm a little surprised about it, buddy. <laughs> you know what? I had a, I had a song called Corduroy all day long that was ready to go, um, but we decided not to go with that because uh, you know we thought enough of the uh, 
the material songs, songs about jeans and all that good stuff. So we, uh, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. No, man, you could have put it like your stamp on that thing. You could have gone from jeans and denim to corduroy. Then you go to plaid. Then you start singing about those uh, those uh, jackets that teachers used to wear. You know, they were they were kind of plaid, but they had the leather patches on the side. You could write a song called Leather Patch, man. I know. <laughs> you know what? That was the, definitely the running joke at the CCMAs. Every single interview that I did was just... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm surprised you're not coming with another song about jeans or what was my obsession with jeans all about. I told you it was an overused joke, buddy. I, I didn't say I was good at writing jokes. I just said I was uh, I knew the ones that everybody <laughs> else did. Uh, but, uh, hey, let's talk about the new song in all seriousness, The Good Ones. It is really good, man, and it's a different direction for you, but also in your wheelhouse. And I'm really digging it. Uh, it tell us about the song a little bit here. Yeah, you know, I teamed up with uh, with someone outside the genre, which I'm really excited about. Typically, uh, you know, when you duet with someone, it's, it's another country singer, but we decided to go a little bit left to center. No surprise there if you know me and my music, and uh, we hooked up with Mary May. Um, a lot of your listeners would recognize her from uh, a show called The Launch, which was on CTV. She was one of the, uh, one of the judges on that show. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's a massive superstar in the province of Quebec, pop singer, and she decided to hop on this song called The Good Ones. Yeah, well, hey, crossovers are big right now, so I think that it's a good idea to strike while that iron is hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's really cool when two people from two different worlds can kind of come together, and, you know, and Mary May is a massive country music fan. She loves denim on denim. That's kind of how she got into country music, um, believe it or not. And, uh, yeah, we had, a, we had a blast recording this song. The initial reaction from people have been, has been absolutely amazing. And we shot the video down in Connecticut a, a couple couple months ago. Shout out to the video, too, because you're wearing the uh, Noble North hat uh, that was uh, exclusively designed for the Bay tour. Uh, I know you still rock them. I still rock them. It's a local company from Tavistock, so that was pretty cool to see. And the video itself is, is quite powerful, quite emotional. I like the direction you guys went with that. Yeah, thanks, man. It's all uh, Raphael Mazzucco's idea. He's a, a very world... Uh, he's a world-famous photographer and director. I mean, he shot... Sports Illustrated covers. He's worked with, uh, you know, Calvin Klein and supermodel Giselle Bündchen. So he's very, very qualified to shoot this video. And uh, the whole vision was just that. It was his vision for this video. We went down to his place in Connecticut and uh, we filmed it over two days. Man, that that guy sounds like a like the quite the traveler of the world there. Yeah, he uh, he's he's an amazing, amazing uh, photographer. Uh, Canadian guy. He's actually originally from Vancouver, but he's he's always all over the world doing stuff, and we are glad that we were able to tie him down for two or three days to shoot this music video. So you're going on tour uh, to support this song, too, and you've obviously uh, got high hopes for the track because you've named the tour uh, after this single that you're releasing. I thought that was a, a pretty good indication of how you feel about it. <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think we're going to have a hit song, man. The initial reaction from people to the song, The Good Ones, has just been absolutely crazy and uh and yeah the tour we just announced it a couple days ago tickets uh went on sale today we uh we start this thing out in Kamloops, bc on the 15th of january and we uh we're gonna make our way through london there i believe uh towards the end of january what's the exact date Do you know the exact date i've there? got you i've got you with our friends in waterloo january 31st at maxwell's and then you're coming to see us at london music hall on uh, february the 5th i believe yeah, London Music Hall, that's going to be great as well. That's a, that's a pretty iconic venue there in London, so I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, being out on my first ever headline tour, it's a, it's a pretty big deal. You know, I, I've been in the game for a while. I think people recognize a lot of my songs at this point, but I've actually never gone out on my own, put my name up on the marquee, 
and uh, and tried to sell some tickets. So I'm, I'm very nervous, but I'm also excited at the same time. Well, I think then we should remind people how prolific you are as a songwriter, because whether it's your song or another song you've written for somebody else, man, your catalog is getting huge. Yeah, we've been really fortunate over the last couple of years to, to have a bunch of hit songs um, you know, that I'm singing on, as well as uh, stuff that I've written for other people. I mean, recently it's you know songs like Dive Bar for for Gord Bamford, which was a number one, and, and Justin Moore, somebody else will. And, and, you know, there's a lot of songs in between, but um, I'm really, really fortunate to be able to not only sing my own songs, but write songs for other people. Now you're bringing out a, a talented guy with you on this tour. Matt Lang is joining you. And Matt's got a lot of stuff going on right now. What can you tell us about Matt and why you chose him? Yeah, Matt's originally from uh, Quebec. Uh, he's been building a career in the province of Quebec over the last couple of years and has really built a, a solid fan base following out there. Um, we share the same producer, so I, I happened to be in the studio one day here in Nashville, walked in, and Matt was uh, working on his, his record. Uh, I got really excited about it. Around the same time, I was getting ready to launch a brand new record company. Um, so we signed Matt to the label, and, and now we're off to the races. He's got his song, uh, Water Down the Whiskey, was top 30 already at radio and we're going to bring him on this tour so he can meet a lot of the great country music fans all the way across Canada and top 30 for an artist debuting at Canadian country radio is always impressive man so good on Matt good on you for choosing him there and good for the uh, the team for with what they're doing there's a lot of pressure though running a tour as the headliner like you got to start thinking about presence and stuff like that man at the end of the tour have you thought like about the gravity of the situation here I have, you know, I'm excited, man. It's uh, it's a lot of pressure, but I've had a lot of practice over the years. You know, last year I went out with Tim Hicks. I've been out on tour with a lot of people over the years, Emerson Drive. And, and luckily for me, you know, each one of those headliners that I was out with was a great influence and, and really showed me what it means to be a headliner, how to treat your band, how to treat your crew in the opening act. And uh, I think I can handle the pressure. It's going to be a really, really fun couple, uh, couple weeks. Actually, we're going for a month, so it's going to be a very busy and very fun month-long tour. There's Tebe. As always, find the full conversation at country104.com, and I'm looking forward to catching up with him in Toronto very shortly. Don't forget, Brantley Gilbert's new record, Fire and Brimstone, came out last weekend. That's available anywhere you stream, download, or purchase music nowadays. And he's also going on tour, the Fire It Up Tour is coming to London's Budweiser Gardens in January. Tickets have been on sale for a couple weeks if you want to snap up any that are still remaining. Uh, for Brantley, he's got two young children at home. The question is, uh, as it is with many parents, do these kids actually get along? I tell you, Barrett, my two-year-old boy, loves her. We were worried about him being jealous and all that, but he honestly just, he loves her to death and wants to hold her and is real gentle with her. It's just been awesome to watch. I love being a dad. It's my favorite thing in the world, and it makes it hard to be out here on the road. It makes me a little homesick, ready to see him now. Good for Bradley, and it's going to be uh, painful for him to hit the road with those two youngins at home, I'm sure, uh, but uh, we are looking forward to seeing him in January. The country one. 104 Concert Series continues. All right, now here's what's going on this weekend if you're looking for something to do. Friday, if you're listening, Friday is Freedom Fridays at Cowboys with Country 104. High Valley will also be at Party at the Tracks for the Norfolk County Fair. The Navy Vets of Woodstock will host Del High at Southwood Arena for Breast Cancer Awareness Night. Also in hockey, the London Knights face the Owen Sound Attack at Budweiser Gardens. The Sleeman Center has the Guelph Storm and the Erie Otters. And the Rangers and the Spitfires battle it out at the Odd in Kitchener. Speaking of Kitchener, it's Kitchener Waterloo Oktoberfest this weekend. The Concordia Club and Binghamins have festivities this weekend. And if you're able to catch it Friday, the Wiggles have two shows at London Centennial Hall. There's also the Breaking Bad movie uh, coming out that day, too. Saturday. 
Saturday, Gord Bamford gets the Norfolk County Fair party on the tracks festivities. Make sure to check out Gord. That's going to be a hell of a show. Customers After Dark is underway on Saturday, as it has been all fall. Uh, quick note, though, there are new rules in place after a couple drunken teenagers uh, screwed things up for everybody else last weekend. And also in hockey on Saturday, the first Battle of 59 happens as uh, the Navy vets in Woodstock host Norwich at Southwood Arena. On Sunday, Boxer Rescue Ontario is going to be at the Woodstock Pet Value from 11 to 3. It's also Thanksgiving weekend, so give thanks to you and yours. Spend some time with your family if you can, or maybe people that you like more than family. Whatever works. Couple notes on John Party here on your Country 104 Top 30 Countdown. He checked in at number 22 this week, and he's also uh, fresh off a performance on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Here's uh, a performance of his song, Me and Jack. I started missing work because I was dog tired. That boss man had enough and good old Jack got me fired. John Party was on Jimmy Kimmel Live to celebrate the fact that his new album, Heartache Medication, was available everywhere. That performance from about a week and a half ago. Uh, Also, this past week from John Party, well, he got engaged at the Grand Old Opry. How cool is that? The photos are online at uh, his Facebook page or just on any of his social media streams. And as far as John goes, well, we're a little jealous, buddy. Uh, Anybody planning on getting engaged in the near future now has to step it up a bit after you proposed at the freaking Grand Old Opry. Anyway, the new record's great. Make sure you grab it now. I have one rule in life. You're not allowed to pick your own nickname, which is why Weaver, my nickname, is actually my last name. Somebody else gave it to me. First of all, my parents when I was born. And second of all, the people I went to school with who knew so many mats that we all just became last names. So just remember that rule. You can't pick your own nickname or be prepared for somebody to come up with something much, much worse. Uh, Speaking of nicknames, here's Justin Moore on nicknames. The nickname I have is really not even, I guess it's a nickname, is JM. My tour manager, longtime tour manager, he's been with me nine, ten years. He just started calling me JM back then, and I never stopped him. I don't know what the story is behind it. I, I guess maybe he thought that was shorter, but I've always thought, hell, it's probably easier just to say Justin. Uh, <laughs> it's JM, but that's what he called me, so everybody calls me that. Just over a week ago, Dean Brody, Dallas Smith, Mackenzie Porter, Chad Brownlee, and the Recklaws came to London's Budweiser Gardens and the uh, Meridian Center in St. Catharines. couple of great performances, and we're going to hear some conversations from Mackenzie Porter and Chad Brownlee coming up a little later in the show. Uh, right now, I just want to talk about Dallas Smith and Dean Brody. Did you know that they love candy after their sets? Like, every time you see them perform afterwards... They wouldn't mind having some sweets. So I actually brought them some sweets to figure out what their favorites were. Maybe they're the same as yours. Uh, so for Dallas Smith and Dean Brody, I brought licorice nibs, cherry blasters, purple Skittles, and a pack of uh, those uh, Swedish berry things, the little red candies, right? Uh, I, I put them all in front of everybody, let Dallas pick first. He chose nibs, and Dean Brody chose cherry blasters, which... Kind of ticked me off because I really wanted to eat those. But there you go. Dean Brody, Cherry Blasters, Dallas Smith, Nibs, if you ever see them in person 
hook them up, and you might just find yourself with a new best friend. All right, the Major League Baseball playoffs are underway, and uh, you're going to laugh about this one. So earlier in the week, we got a clip of uh, Brett Young talking about his favorite team, the Dodgers. Well, I'm not sure if you watch baseball playoffs like I do, but the Dodgers choked after Clayton Kershaw gave up two home runs. Then there was a grand slam in the 10th inning. Uh, That was uh, Wednesday night. Dodgers gone. So this clip's kind of funny, but here's Brett Young talking about his Dodgers and the baseball playoffs. You know I'm a diehard Dodgers fan. My dad has been a Dodgers fan for 60 years, since he was 8 years old, and uh, he was just telling the story the other day about when they won the series in 59. He said, I was riding my 10-speed around Long Beach listening to Dodger games on my transistor radio, and I've been a fan ever since. We just got to be on the field the other day, me and my dad playing catch on the field at Dodger Stadium. It never stops being the most special thing on the planet for me to share being a Dodger fan with my dad, and this is the third year in a row they've had a phenomenal team and so uh, i'm just hoping they can take this momentum into the playoffs and finish this one see funny right dodgers they go brett young not so happy after he recorded that clip all right another week another episode of the top 30 and another set of questions to answer let's do that now question one weaver can we give a shout out to genevieve fisher for that big accomplishment this week that you were talking about uh, yeah, we can. For those that missed it, we do want to give a special shout-out to London, Ontario's own Genevieve Fisher. You hear her song, Out of Towners, all the time. Uh, London Inc. Magazine, Tree Town, and Lexus of London uh, put together a list called the 2019 20 People Under 40 Years Old uh, That Need to Be Celebrated. And guess what? Genevieve Fisher made the list. So congrats, Jen. That is a pretty uh, esteemed group of company, uh, but you are well-deserving of having that spot. All right, next. Question two, Weaver, did you see who was opening for Megan Patrick on her Wild As Me Ontario tour? Absolutely, and I couldn't be more excited. Yay! Uh, so Megan Patrick, her first ever solo tour will be the Wild As Me Ontario tour, kicking off immediately after uh, she finishes up the We Are Old Dominion tour with Mitchell Tenpenny and Old Dominion. And we just found out that Megan's going to be bringing sons of daughters on the road with her, which is fantastic because Jimmy and Crystal are great people. I last saw them at Western Fair, and I can't wait to catch up. Uh, a lot of shows for that tour, including one in Brantford at the Sanderson Center in March. All right, last question. Question three. Hey, Weaver, have you ever thought about what you'll do after you're done on the radio? What, did this question come from my mother this week? (laughs) What are you going to do after you're done playing games on the radio? Oh, jeez, okay. Heck, you really want to know? I'm planning on opening a dog kennel and patent pending on the name Paw Paw Weavers, P-A-W, Paw Paw. Come on, it's cute. And you know you would let me take care of your dogs because I love dogs. Anyway, that's a, that's a cool question. Thank you so much for asking that. I thought that was kind of neat. Local guy, Josh Ross. Now, Josh was a Western University alum. And don't worry, he didn't trash your house and fake homecoming or anything. He also played at Cowboys Ranch with us for many years where we used to play a couple of his singles on the dance floor as well. Well, Josh has released his first ever Canadian radio single. It's a great song called If You Were a Song. We're going to hear it in a moment. But really quickly, more from our conversation with Josh that you might not have heard. So I actually had an idea for a song, a uh, similar-ish title, and it was supposed to be more of a ballad, and it was about a girl being like a song. And um, so when I heard this originally, I, I, I passed on it because I was very I was very trying to, to make sure that all the songs on the project I had to co-write on or I had written alone on my, on my own. And um, so I kind of just passed it right off the beginning. So when we came back around, uh, we were going to search for a new song, and I was trying to write like crazy. I was trying to think, okay, what can I write? What can I come up with? And I think with having that pressure on, on me going, hey, I got to deliver something in like a month to go in a studio with, I just, I was having a hard time uh, coming up with the song. 
And, and I said, and I went back on the pitch songs and I said, you know, this is the one. And it just, it, for me, it fits. It's something that I feel I would have, I would have wrote and it's very clever. It's simple, easy to sing to. And I think that, you know, people can gravitate towards that. So. Dude. Awesome. Yeah. Do you, I feel like you're a veteran, uh, uh, interviewee right now. Yeah. <laughs> You've been doing this for a while. You've been on the road on the radio tour for a bit though, right? Um, this, I mean, this is the first uh, like full week. Yeah. We yeah. started in Ottawa. I think we're at 2,600 kilometers coming into yeah. today. So that's enough for me right cool. there. I, I go out East next week. I'm, I'm just, it, I'm honestly just enjoying it all. I said to Kyle, who's with me here today, yeah. playing the guitar with me. Um, you know, the day that I ever complain about this, like smack me in the back of the head because I'm very fortunate to be doing what I'm doing and I'm absolutely loving it. So I'm holding you to that, Kyle. Yeah. I won't be the first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah. dude, it's good to see you and it's good to hear that so many amazing things are happening I appreciate around appreciate that. You. Thank you. Yeah. Got a good the support. Team. The support from London is just awesome because, I mean, this is the second home for me. So if not the home, yeah. you know, this was my first home, actually. When you look at it like that, it's the first place I played for a rent and well, we're going to need to start uh, booking some shows for you That's then. Because I was checking the website. I didn't see too much online Not, not tons coming up. Um, we were looking at maybe doing something with the team, maybe come playoffs time, yeah. uh, hint, hint. But uh, other than that. I love when people drop hints. That's yeah, fantastic. We'll, we'll because it also leads us to the follow-up conversation yes, the next yeah, time. There right? we are. Yeah. So, I mean, and then next year for sure, we're kind of working with new teams and getting the team together for, for that kind of stuff. So, cool. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned five songs and then you chose this one instead. Are those five, five songs ever going to see the light of day? Yes. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I would not. Uh, one, um, for people that don't know, Music can be very expensive, and I spent a lot of time and hard-earned money um, on those songs, and they're awesome. I'm very, very proud of them. Um, I remember getting the mixes back and just bawling my eyes out because I just couldn't believe it was actually my stuff for the first awesome. time. And um, it has a certain spot for me, and definitely the next single will be coming off that. So very oh, exciting. cool. Yeah. Cool. And is there a chance that we're looking at a full project eventually, or are you the type of guy that's going to be looking at the singles think, in the new world? I think for sure we're going to do two singles. I don't know if there'll be a third. I mean... I'm not fully the best to know that kind of stuff. There are people that kind of watch that stuff a lot better than, than myself. Yeah. Um, but an EP for sure. And, cool. and then hopefully, you know, album, that'd be kind of cool. I can't believe that someday I might have like 12 songs out or something like that. Dude. Crazy. And, and the best is the crazy. smile that comes across yeah. your face as you imagine it. Look at the, look at the yeah. look on his face. Yeah. Crazy. I love it. Super cool. Dude, things are Thank happening you for very, you. very much. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Talk soon. There's our good buddy Josh Ross. His uh, full interview is at country104.com. He also dropped a really uh, great acoustic track on us. Born with a boyfriend, and I really think you need to hear that. So look for Weaver under shows on our website to uh, get a listen to that particular track. As you know, we caught up with Chad Brownlee, Dean Brody, Mackenzie Porter, Dallas Smith, and uh, the Recklaws ahead of the show at Budweiser Gardens just over a week ago. Uh, here's part of our conversation with Mr. Brownlee. Uh, joining us right now, live at Shoeless Joe's, ahead of the uh, big broadcast and show tonight at Budweiser Gardens, Mr. Chad Brownlee. What's up, brother? What's going on, my man? Good uh, to see you. I'm having a good day, but I feel like uh, you're living a better day than me today. You're, you're on the road with some good friends, and it, it looks like it's been a good time. It's pretty unbelievable, man. I, I pinch myself on a regular basis that I get to do this as a living and especially with my friends and the, the name of the tour isn't a lie it really is friends don't let friends tour alone it's just been an absolute blast and then you come rolling into London today uh, bearing the gifts of musical instruments you were at this Juno thing this morning where $200,000 was donated after the Juno's broadcast here in London recently uh, to kids for instruments so good on you I, I don't know if you were just there for yeah, the or yeah music counts so <laughs> music it, counts, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a great thing that helps raise money for programs across the country because what's sad is that a lot of them are stopping 
lot of these music programs are being canceled in schools, which to me is absolutely insane because music is so medicinal and, and, and so great for young kids' development. So to have something like Music Counts that helps to kind of bring that back and, and allow kids to have an opportunity to play these instruments, I think is really, really crucial. I just love the opportunity alone. I remember as a kid, I didn't go too far with it, but I remember trying the trombone, the trumpet, the drums, like all those different things. Do you remember your first one? Yeah, it was piano. It was piano. my very first instrument. Yeah, and I played tenor saxophone as well. And really? I didn't play guitar until I was 17 and, playing and junior I, hockey. And I hate to say it out loud, but as soon as you said piano and sax, all of a sudden I'm looking at your fingers cause to see if they're like super long, because that's what I think of when I think of piano players. No, I don't have abnormally long fingers, <laughs> but I, it's I, it's my favorite instrument. I really? absolutely love the piano. Yeah, it's great. Learning something here. I love it. Yeah, man. So uh, you look to be in a great mood. Yeah. Rightfully so. Things look like they're going pretty well for you. The last time we talked was right when Back in the Game was coming out and you were releasing The Way You Roll. I'd say things went pretty well with that. It's been unbelievable. The response from the new music has, has just been incredible. And obviously you want your music to do well, but it's it really has exceeded the expectations uh, that I had going into the second chapter because, you know, I think we, we touched base on it before. I went through a, a whole team change with management and label and producer. And, and that's scary when you take your foot off the pedal because there was about a year there I wasn't releasing music. So to have the response that I've had now and to build this momentum back up again just means the absolute world to me. It, it's cool to talk to you today because when I, when I talk to artists, I listened to the previous chat to kind of get ready for this one and you had a hesitation but an excitement in your voice because it was okay here we go time yeah. and now you, you feel more relaxed but it looks like it worked out the way you wanted it to absolutely you know I, and I believed in in the journey that I, I kind of put myself on and really kind of re-engineering my life and I'd been through that once before with hockey into music so I kind of had this confidence when those alarm bells start going off inside of you saying you need to start making some big changes here um, I wasn't afraid of them uh, they're not easy to make they're, they're very difficult conversations with people that you respect and and have built friendships with to say goodbye but um, at the end of the day it was it was what I had to do in order to kind of further my career and and uh, looking back on it I you know I'm, I'm pretty grateful that I had the opportunity to move forward with the team that I have now there's Chad Brownlee and both Chad and I want to say a special shout out to Hillary Knox uh, she was one year cancer free and celebrated with Chad and country 104 at Budweiser Gardens about a week and a half ago Hill we're so proud of you girl and uh, keep up the great work that is so freaking awesome all right, we mentioned it earlier, but a quick reminder, the Miranda Lambert Wildcard Tour tickets with Cody Johnson and Lanco, May the 5th, Budweiser Gardens, London, are on sale now if you're listening to the show as they went on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Also on sale, the Country Music Association of Ontario award show tickets for May 31st in London. You can grab those at the Centennial Hall box office. We got links on our website, too. Let's see what we've got for bloopers this week from producer Eric. Uh, from the television show Corner Gas. Whether you watch Corner Gas animated, uh, you can see Brent and Bunt. Uh, Brent Butt. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Find all things country at country104.com.